Hello everyone, it is Issa, and today I'm going to be talking about the two most popular and well-known guitars that have had the most impact on the production of guitars and just the industry as a whole. So um, those two guitars are the Gibson Les Paul and the Fender Stratocaster. I think I'm going to leave the Fender Stratocaster for episode two and really cover the history of the Les Paul and um yeah just where it comes from you know who came up with it so to do that we have to go all the way back to 1915 in waukesha wisconsin this is where lester william paul was born he was a jazz and blues musician and he was actually the front man of a trio that made their early appearances on the primetime radio show i'm not sure what the trio was called but I know that this is how they got their name out there. Uh, he originally played the acoustic guitar, but then he began playing early models of electric Gibsons. As time passed on, he realized that he was in need of a guitar with more sustain and a guitar that produced a cleaner sound with no distortion. But unfortunately, there were no other guitar companies building anything like this at the time. Les started experimenting with different models at the Epiphone factory. I'm not sure how he was able to do this. I don't know if one day he just walked in and started, you know, making his own guitar. But I'm sure he had connections as a musician at that point. So he was actually able to come up with a prototype, and this prototype was called The Log. Um, I'm looking at it right now, and it's it's kind of hard to describe, but it's got the shape of your average um, hollow body. But... It's definitely a lot bulkier, very chunky. Um, I think it's those are two knobs that I see. I'm not sure. But um, yeah, it's got this strange piece of wood that runs down the middle. I actually think that the entire guitar body is like three parts just like glued together. But um, yeah, kind of where the strings would run over, it's got this strange piece of wood. But anyways, he wanted to pitch this to Gibson and have Gibson mass produce this and really get this guitar out on the market. Gibson was the biggest guitar company back then, so this was the golden egg for him. He just was very ambitious that Gibson would take his design. So after arranging a meeting with the head of Gibson, they... They didn't see anything in the design. He was turned down. In fact, he was laughed at. Um, So yeah, they just didn't... They they took it as a joke. They did not take him seriously. But as time went on and Les started receiving more recognition as a musician, this was in 1952 because um, he married a woman named Mary Ford and they formed a duo and came out with a hit song that really, really got their name out there. So later that year in 1952, Gibson began producing a more involved model of the Les Paul. So um, so yeah, that, that's kind of where Les Pauls got their, um, you know, that's where their origin is from. So now that I gave you a little bit of a history lesson on how they came to be, um, I want to talk about the manufacturing of a Les Paul and what it consists of. The typical design of a Les Paul is a mahogany body with a maple top. So that really pretty signature golden top that you see on a Gibson. Uh, it's not just a decal, it's real maple. Um, so yeah, it's got a mahogany set and neck and you guessed it, a rosewood fretboard. It's got two pickups with independent volume and tone knobs, 
Most Les Pauls you see have Stopdale bridges, but they vary. It really does depend. Um, the earlier models had two P90 pickups, but then they started adding humbuckers, which gives it, you know, much more that class- classic rock tone I'm a total sucker for. But uh, 1958, this is when the sunburst finishes came along. Uh, I think this is their most iconic kind of finish that they've added to a guitar other than like the cherry red SG. But it's absolutely beautiful. It's what I think of when I think of a Les Paul or even a Gibson in general. Um, Yeah, it's this beautiful like sunset orange with this gradient on the on the top and the body. Uh, Absolutely beautiful. Um, So, yeah the these gibson have have been used for plethora of music genres including rock country pop soul rhythm and blues you know i'm just reading off the list jazz punk and even heavy metal i haven't really seen it that much in heavy metal well i guess slash from guns and roses plays a les paul so i guess that counts i don't even know i wouldn't even call that heavy metal but um yeah, so in this episode, episode, I don't want to get into too many opinions on, you know, the Les Paul and what people think about it. I just want to set a foundation for when we talk about the different musicians who use them and what they think on it. And then we're going to start talking about why people may think that one is better than the other. You know, the Fender Strat is better than the Gibson Les Paul. Um... So yeah, now that we've covered the Les Paul, on the next episode we're going to talk about the Fender Stratocaster. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you next time.